Yeah, let's get started. Okay. Right. We don't want to wait. Hey, I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. Right. That was so conventional. Yeah. I want it to be non-conventional. Okay. Oh, well. And we'll today we are here to discuss two episodes. They are Queen Bee and uh, I'm trying to keep up with the convention. I forgot the other episode. Tonight's the night. Yeah. Send your feedback in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, laid back. We want loosey goosey, loosey goosey. Yeah. Let me light up this joint. Okay. All right. Just kidding. <laughs> Not that loosey goosey. Not right. that laid back. <laughs> okay, Queen Bee. So we talked about mm-hmm. how Homecoming was coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nicole is banned from participating in Homecoming. So she decides <laughs> yeah. to volunteer to be the chairwoman. Yeah, terrible. And. Uh, and she just completely like rigs everything to make it, uh, uh, you know, uh, a contest where people might act like or might feel like they're going to win something, but they're really not. And it's like, and just the fact that they throw, she throws karma bone, and uh, but it, it's totally just, you know, obviously she's going to lose that kind of thing. You know, it's all rigged. Yeah, it's it's still more of that. It's rigged, uh, Steph. Like it's all rigged. Form. It's rigged. It's fake. Uh, I like how, um, I mean, Nicole is so, like, she gets so bored. Like, you could just see (laughs) she's so bored unless she's causing trouble. Yeah. It's like, if I'm not going to be center of attention or, like, on on the side of the center of attention, I'm going to be, I'm going to run this thing like kingpin, you know? (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then she gives Poppy, Papita, and Mary Cherry a hard time for thinking about, you know, running their campaign. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're going to vote for Brooke? Yeah, you got to get in line for the party. I mean, oh man, this is going to get weird. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Delta Burke. Yeah. Oh, Cherry Cherry. <laughs> Did were you surprised or did you know this was coming? No, I was totally surprised. I had no. I mean, I, I saw her name in the cast listing and I was like, oh. And then when she popped up, I was like, this is perfect, perfect use, perfect for her. casting. Yeah. yeah. Man, I remember when she starred on First and Ten back in the day, early HBO. My little teenage mind was like, oh boy, hello, hello, Delta Burke. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, um. I'm trying to get to the. Uh, I'm trying to Your get to the. Yeah, tri- to the uh, to the trivia. Oh, there's trivia. Oh, oh, oh! You mean of IMDb? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh uh, no, the the well the uh, information that Jen Wynn sent. Oh right, right. Uh, well, one of the biggest parts of this episode is the fact that Sam is moving in, and uh, her and uh, um, uh, Brooke's dad. Really wants to be very welcoming, is constantly talking about how great her lamp is, <laughs> and just wants to make it a super smooth transition. Um, and meanwhile, like Sam's mom is being 
like extra inclusive of Brooke and everything, and yeah, it's it's awkward all around. It is. I mean, and what's so great about this show is Sam is Sam's not perfect. Mm-hmm. You sympathize with her, but you also, you know, she gets uh, she gets back, back into her little mean girl mode in this uh, in this episode. I remember that that scene of her in the the tub um, after the. Uh, was that uh, was that when the uh, when the pictures started going out? Oh no, she was. It wasn't because of that. Okay, well let's talk about the pictures. Yeah. So, mom and dad—I don't even know their names. Linda, uh, that- Mike, and Jane. Jane. Okay, Jane. Oh, I saw that actress on NCIS or sure. I got <laughs> CSI. Yeah. Uh, on some, you know how they played the the reruns on yeah. USA. I saw. I was like, that woman looks familiar. Mm-hmm. But okay, so they're, they're one night they're at home. They're watching. They're going through the the movie slides, and you uh, you know the pictures of them when they were kids, and then the picture of Brooke when she was sick. Right. And okay, then there are all the when they go to look at Sam and Jane's pictures. They're all of Jane and her husband. Yeah, what the heck? And it seemed like at the end of the episode, she's like, sorry about that. That didn't go like as I planned or something. I don't even know what what she was trying to do by just putting a picture of her dead dad on the slideshow. It's so, like, really. so Sam did that? No, uh, Jane did that. See, I was thinking that Sam did that to cause problems between... No, Sam was taken off guard when when Sam is saying goodbye to her father at at her graves mm-hmm. at, at his gravesite. Um, yeah, uh, Jane comes up and uh, says basically like I talked to him too, and then she says then she mentions I even wrote down sorry about the picture, you know, as if she kind of I don't know maybe she was trying to be like this is your father and we haven't forgotten him, and now we're moving to a new place and. <laughs> Well, see, I was thinking, I was thinking that Sam put those pictures in there, and that's why when the picture of Brooke was taken and made into posters and put it plastered all over the school, why Mike, Mike, yeah, (laughs) Mike and Jane jumped to the conclusion, jumped to the conclusion that Sam did it because Sam took pictures of the dad. And put them in the slideshow. No, it's just because Sam had access to it. Sam okay. knew that that picture was there. Mike put that sick picture of Brooke into the slideshow because he thought it was cute. And it was funny. So they were they really were doing terrible jobs being parents. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I want to tell these two girls though. Not many. Not everybody has two sinks side by side. That they, they can argue over. That's I know. They could just have one sink. Yeah. You just have one sink and just be <laughs> piles of stuff all around it. You're lucky you have two si- two sinks. I get the right side. Give me a break. Petty stuff. Yeah, well, I have two sinks in my bathroom and I like to use mm-hmm. the one that my husband uses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only have one sink. Um who ended up oh it was uh it was Mary Cherry who ended up being the person that picked up the picture when Sam dropped it in the hallway. Yeah. I love oh Mary. god, Mary Cherry. Uh, yeah, Mary Cherry. That outfit. 
at the ball game at mm-hmm. homecoming that lit up oh, yeah. like she was did you see her carrying the battery yeah. i wrote uh, Sam, uh mary cherry is the girl on fire <laughs> <laughs> we should flip the switch and go bzzz. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, oh, but you, also, you know, meeting her mom, you get a little bit of uh, input in, or insight into uh, why Mary Cherry acts so demented. Because uh, especially like that last scene with with Mary and uh, Cherry in the uh, in the limo, and uh, we're we're basically she's just like we all we knew you weren't going to get it or something. Uh, yeah, she brought her. She said. You know, Mary Cherry, I lost my first pageant, yeah. so I went out and bought myself a tiara mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mom, you brought your tiara. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a loser. Yeah, yeah, I figured you'd be a loser. That's right. That's what my note says, yeah. Or, There's this uh, giant coming, crown, too. <laughs> yeah, when she's coming in the procession, uh, because Nicole is, like, you know, introducing, she says, uh, size 10, Mary Cherry. <laughs> yes. Or she says... Perfect size two, Brooke. Yep, yep. And then when she, when she says, you know, size ten, Mary Cherry, her mother, Cherry Cherry says, oh, "Look how huge she looks," or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nicole was dressed like, um, oh my god, what is her name? I'm, I'm googling it because I have to know. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Effie, Effie Trinket. She was dressed like Effie Trinket. It was like this glittery hair. All sticking yeah. up, like it, was, it looked like she was from uh, I forgot, the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, like the the rich people's. My gosh, it's been a while. I know. I was wondering if that glitter. <laughs> I was wondering if that glitter got in her eyes. <laughs> um. Oh, let's talk about April and May tuna. Oh my god! Now, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> now listen, I I'm all about the crazy. Uh, characters. I'm a big uh, supporter of Emery. Um, but then these two came on the scene and I was like, nope, that's too much. When you say somebody's eating like cat litter or cat food or something, I, I was like, nope. Dirt. Dirt. She ate dirt. She ate cat litter. And then she ate her ballot. <laughs> like, I, I you know, Emery, I could see existing in the real world. These two, not yeah. at all. Like Too zany. Yeah, yeah. April and May. And Freddie Gong. The guy that plays Freddie Gong is in uh, Master of None. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was great. I thought he looked familiar. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I liked Freddie, when he, especially when he's like, Brooke, what's my name? You know? Yeah, <laughs> that got, was... got real. <laughs> that was something. But, I don't know. It's almost It's almost unfair because, you know, I mean... Just because Brooke doesn't know his name, like, doesn't mean that she's, I don't know. I guess if you're in school together, you kind of know everybody's name, but. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the size of the school. Yeah. And that is California. Yeah. It's probably a big class, but, uh, yeah. How can you, how can we allow you to be queen of us if you don't know our names? Um... Oh, Lady T. <clears throat> Lady T is a character that's popped up every once in a while that I've enjoyed. And then we get a lot of her in this, well, not a lot of her, but more of her in this episode where she kind of organizes the the minority union. Oh, that's her? That's that's her name? I yeah. didn't know her name. Lady T. I don't know what that means, but uh, 
Yeah, they're trying to. They're pressuring Lily into voting for Poppy. <clears throat> That's right, because they need re- representation, and it's time. It's time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was so funny, like watching this episode in, in light of like ugh, all the garbage we've been uh, through in the last like year. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny to the to compare and contrast yeah. the, you know, like with uh, Sam listening to her walk man in the bathtub. Oh man, I, or I, I was like, what? What's? I, I don't know. It seemed like she had her head down close to the water. I'm like, why would you? I guess I don't know. It seemed like she was gonna zap herself or something. I don't know. But I like what I like about this episode is the theme of everybody knows Brooke's going to win mm-hmm. because she's just that person. Yeah. Because they have the conversation about <clears throat> the year before. Nobody liked the girl that won, but they voted for her anyway because she was the person who was supposed to win. Right. Like, what does that even mean? Like, how insane is that? Somebody outside of high school would not understand. But if you went to high school, you know exactly what that means. Right. It, it, everything needs to kind of fit in the right place. And, uh, yeah. There's no fighting against the system. Mm-hmm. That's just how the system, system works. Yeah. And sometimes you just need a rebel to get in there and uh, break the system. And, unfortunately, there was no uh, amazing can- candidate uh, for this homecoming queen that was going to make Kennedy High great again. So... We ended up sticking with Brooke. That's like last week when we were in D.C. and went to the Holocaust Museum. Like so many times we were like jabbing each other. Did you hear that? Hitler just wanted to make Germany great again. Did you hear that? They they said that when Hitler got in, uh, they they were counting on the fact that when Hitler got in office, he would be more moderate. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't. Anyway. Anyway. Tonight's tonight. You want to get into that, or you know, Cherry was the one who put the posters up of her sick. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. So we're finished with. They had kind of a nice moment, Sam and Brooke, at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. When Brooke came in the bathroom and let her wear her crown. Yeah, Sam wasn't wasn't all that mean to her. Yeah. yeah. She had a. They had a a decent conversation. And she gave up her sink. That was that was good of Brooke. Yeah. Just don't use my moisturizer. Brooke is, yeah, Brooke is a nicer person than Sam is. I guess Sam just has a big. Sam has a chip on her shoulder. Yes. And Brooke, Brooke does. Brooke has been living like I, I think it's like Sam has this chip on her shoulder from being so low on the totem pole all her life or whatever, at least in high school. And then, um, and then Brooke's been like living in this bubble, and she's gets very frustrated when. Uh, you know, people keep popping it, and uh, she mm-hmm. like realizes, you know, she's messed up or whatever. You know. Ah, uh, all right. So tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. <laughs> Jane found a condom in the bathroom, mm. and she doesn't want to be one of those parents with her head in the sand and living in, uh, you know, what did she say? Living in denial. And Brooke is like, please be that person that lives in denial. Because they have that conversation. So, uh, uh, I mean, I have to say at this point, I mean, I have have a 19-year-old. And fortunately, her mother took care of the talk for me. This didn't happen around me. Um, I just pretty much found out it happened and was like, okay, we we good? 
Do you understand everything? <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, I know. I'm like, Morgan, do you, is there anything you want to talk about? No, I use the internet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's how it happened. <laughs> okay. So you know everything. <laughs> Uh, there's also a question. I, another question I wanted to ask you, which is, uh, what is actually the purpose and the origin of the labia majora? Oh God! Uh, and uh, also, is there a labia minora? Because <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> Neither do I. I know. I, I guess I don't know the terminology. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you put a put a map in front of me, I would be like, uh. That's that's the tickle part, and uh, <laughs> that's the no no. <laughs> and that's where the babies come out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't sorry. breathe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> Health class. Okay. Here on. We don't want to wait. <laughs> so, so the petting zoo. Oh God. The petting zoo video. Is that where the furry furries first came from? The furry videos. <laughs> Must be. Uh, or that probably was. That was before so that. weird. Yeah. Yeah. This. I mean, I can. I, I don't know, but this whole the fetish. Of and the childlike, it's like it's something about it really appeals to the young kids. It's like childlike in a way and innocent, but then it's you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. And there's this bet. Sam and Brooke make this bet that, and and for some reason, Brooke feels like <laughs> that she and Josh are not intimate enough. Yeah, well, after taking the uh, Cosmo quiz or whatever you want to call it, okay. the Cosmo quiz that it, the, oh, yeah, that's it. The magazine was called Promiscuous Girl, <laughs> and it looked like it had uh, the lollipop singer like mid coitus on the front. It, it really it was, uh, yeah. And uh, she takes the quiz and says, "Are you and your man connecting?" And she gets totally superficial relationship. <laughs> um. But yeah, the well, that's that. That's of course after they make the bet. But Sam has figured that Brooke and Josh do not have a uh, an actual real relationship. They're they're all fronty or whatever. And then and then um, Brooke challenges Sam to actually get a relationship. So it's so weird. It's it's so like kind of off kilter. This bet. I mean, Sam's got to actually get a guy to date her by the end of the week, and Brooke has just got to. I guess Sam was really counting on the fact that Josh and Brooke don't actually have a real relationship because Josh is secretly gay. No, because at the end of this episode, he was truly brokenhearted when, skipping ahead, Brooke broke up with him. Yeah. Oh, man. And then he's going to be like, you know what? I got to be honest with myself. I like dudes. (laughs) Oh, no. That's coming. No, what, happened, what happened to his play? By the way, <laughs> did it? Did it? Did they? Did the play happen already? I think so. I think right. it was just a wasn't that homecoming you know. interview in, uh, interfering with. No, it was before that. All right. Oh, but Leo's back. Ah, uh, Leo, 
And, Leo slash Owen. Oh, and uh, Sam, holy cow. When she has that fantasy with Leo, uh, I, my eyes kind of bugged out when she was all like, she's usually like all dressed down, whatever, yeah, Sam. Yeah, like covered and, from neck to, yeah. to her hands. And, and then, then she does yeah. the lollipop video. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, so she, so she takes the tennis lessons. Yes. And she invites him home and I guess he feels sorry for her. He goes along yeah, with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then a- lets her down later. April and May. April and May again with the tennis lessons. Oh, <laughs> They're just not real people. They're not real people under disgusting. And also, Nurse Glass looks like Daisy Duck. I'm just saying, Nurse Glass with this gigantic, ridiculous <laughs> bow in her hair looks like Daisy Duck. Oh, they're all wearing the bows because those are the bows from the video. Oh, really? Oh, I got it. Yeah. I guess I didn't understand it with her. I just thought there was some way they were trying to make that a distinction between uniform. Nurse Glass and Bio Teacher Glass. Yeah, they're all wearing the uh, the bows. Then Lily gets all activist and wants to give out condoms, but right. the school can't really do that because parents will freak out because it's like they're giving kids permission to. Um, it's the it's the age old battle. Yeah, you know, she's preaching pro responsibility, and it's people are thinking she's pro sex. Mm-hmm. So she so they come up with the idea of Harrison making the balloon animals out of them to give them away. Yeah, and then Nicole has to come over and. Because she can't stand. Uh, oh, Nicole's in this episode. Yeah, business. Out of nowhere, she just comes out. Yeah, they have to give her some lines. And, and also, Poppy is just like teaching a class <laughs> on abstinence uh, uh, and some sort of knee binding that they do. And that's the punishment, of course, uh, is they have to bind their knees together if they lose the bat. Nobody ended up actually. Your, uh, what? Oh yeah, they have to go to the class. Yeah, they have to join the class, and so. While they're in, okay, but when Lily and Harrison get caught by the nurse, nurse Glass, they have to go to like detention in her office, <laughs> and so they come up with this scheme. The tension is basically so them, them sitting in a room bo- with two cots in it. I'm like, um, if they're going to have sex, it's probably going to be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're alone in a room with a couple of cots. But uh, yeah, they decide that they're going to go to a hotel and make it. Like it's an 80s movie or something. (laughs) (laughs) So then at the end when she shows up and she tells him. Gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. So she's not attracted to him. Shut up. (laughs) I just wanted to tell both of them. Shut up. I mean. But, I mean, I know know what you mean. Just because your head, you have it in your head doesn't mean that the rest of it is is following. All right. Maybe I understand it with her. But with him, come on. Come on. She's gorgeous, and you're a teenager. And as the great uh, Alexander uh, Lavelle Harris once said, uh, linoleum makes me think of sex. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where? How did you know Xander's middle name? Because I'm a bigger Buffy fan than you. Was it ever in the show? Yeah. Somewhere. What season? I don't remember. I guess I'm not that big of a Buffy fan. I just, I just know it. Wow. Lavelle. Lavelle. Yep. Okay, and then let's talk about Carmen <laughs> and Sugar Daddy. Uh, I aming each other. They just I am each other all the time. So in that very Blindly, first scene, secretly. were you like, 
he's obviously talking to Carm, or were you thinking? I had no idea. No, when Carmen showed up with the green purse, I was shocked. Really? See, I suspected that "quote unquote" Gwyneth was Carm in that first uh, uh, chat, but when she shows up in this cafeteria full of couples. And Harrison is, is depressed, and she's depressed, and we find out that she's depressed because uh, she just watched Sleepless in Seattle. I was like, oh, so she's Gwyneth, <laughs> because that's the plot of Sleepless in Seattle. Is what? Well, Meg Ryan has to meet Tom Hanks on the roof. Oh. Of the, the Empire, Empire State, State Building. Building. Yeah. So that's what tipped me <laughs> off. I was like, oh, okay, so I am correct in that assumption. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. And she actually, for once, is like, nope. <laughs> it wasn't like her heart was getting broken. She she kind of broke his heart. Um, and he ate all the chocolates. Um, which reminds me, earlier today, um, I was just thinking that I'm so much like the kid. Because I was just, as you were chatting with me on Messenger, I was actually reading my chat out loud as I was typing it. And then reading yours out loud when it came in. <laughs> The tone. So you're saying, yeah. so you're saying that people in real life really don't read their IMs when they're er, chatting with each other. Earlier today, I was like, "Of course, it's very much like Fuller House <laughs> studio audience, most definitely." But she is gorgeous and charming. Justina, yeah, the jokes are corny <laughs> as heck. <laughs> oh my gosh, why am I so giggly? <laughs> So uh, I thought that was funny. it was like perfect like uh, early internet kind of way you handle a scene like that. Now they just kind of like throw the little bur- little bubbles on the screen because of the, the phones and everything. They throw the bubbles on the screen, whoop, and then you see them. You read it yourself, and then you read them as they're typing it. You know, but they don't actually vocalize it. So. Uh huh. Uh, so I thought, th- I thought that was a, a, a funny part though, with the hotel, Harrison shows up with the fake ID uh, and the hotel's like, hotel's guy's like, oh, virgin. Okay. Go on through. And then the very next thing he sees is, is sugar walk by with like roses and a box of chocolates. And he's just I like, know. I was like, hmm. is this the Valentine's episode? No, this was November. Yeah. It aired in November. So, cause everybody is thinking about love. Yeah. Because okay, so because everybody shows up at this hotel. Yep. Because Josh and Brooke get a room, mm-hmm. and she wears flannel pajamas. But she's DTF. So DTF. Yep. What does that mean? Down to. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, so they're the only ones that that have a successful night. Yeah, but he passes out after, and that upsets her. <sighs> And so she's like, oh, I was, you know, if he'd only stayed awake, then she would have, then she would have then believed that sex would fix everything. But since he fell asleep, she's like, oh, I thought sex would fix everything, but it's time to Yeah, but okay, just like in Buffy, when Angel completely changed, when he turned to Angelus Mm -hmm. afterward, girls are very uh, sensitive. Yeah. And overanalyze everything at that time, so uh, I can I can understand it, but to just yeah, but break up with him. It's like it was Josh's first time too, you know. And I loved how he was, you know, 
he was def- he was like it wasn't sleazy. You know, you may not have felt connected to me, but I felt connected to you. And yeah, when I was loving you. Yeah. So it, I don't know. He, it's kind of hard to come down on either side. You know, you would hope that Brooke would be more in touch with her feelings, so she wouldn't end up hurting Josh like that. You would think that Josh would be more in touch with Brooke's feelings, I guess, and not fall asleep. I don't know. <laughs> so. Oh, sorry, but I think she's just built it up so much in her mind that it was just going to be a disaster no matter what. And uh, how about the fact that Brooke sounds like Jane at the end because she then gives Sam the lecture. She's like, you only have one time now. Just got to make sure it's worth it. You know, (laughs) now I'm the veteran, you know, now that I've had the sex, I've realized that Jane was right, basically. Uh, and then everybody ends so up in the ne- abstinence, abstinence class. Yeah, because yeah. neither Sam or Brooke wins the bet. Yep. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. Because it it walked the fine line of not being pro-abstinence or, pro, you know, either way. Mm-hmm. It, was, it didn't um, – it made all the parents happy. <laughs> there were no parents writing in – uh, to the CW. Oh, it didn't. I'm just saying that oh. it it wasn't a contra- it didn't make a controversial stance. It you know. Well, two teenagers did sleep with each other. Yes, but by 1999, <laughs> that well, you know, I don't know. Dawson took till season seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dawson was a special flower. We know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is that it? Uh, Are we done? All right. I think so. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> that, was, that was enjoyable. So let's see. What do we have next week? Next week will be, hold on, almost there. <clears throat> wild, wild mess. What? And wild, wild mess. A wild, wild mess. Okay. Wild, wild mess. <laughs> and, and fall on your knees. Fall on your knees. Okay, well, that yep. that could be either a really sad episode or a really happy episode. Well, I think it's the Christmas episode. Oh, boy. My favorite thing is watching Christmas episodes out of season. <laughs> Especially since we just, you know, <sighs> got over Christmas. Yeah, I guess if it's this close to Christmas, it might not be as bad as, like, watching it in July. But as long as the... <clears throat> Um, the soundtrack isn't completely Christmas music throughout the entire thing because that gets annoying. Uh, they can't afford Christmas music. What are you talking about? That's the CW. <clears throat> the early days of CW. Uh, I did see. What? They got soundtrack uh, uh, that, money. <laughs> they just don't pay to keep it. <laughs> as long as it's WB artists. Right. Sure. Uh, what did I see that. Uh, the 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 actress playing the blind principal was really an actress who went blind secondary to complications from diabetes. This was the first role she got after going blind. She actually passed away from complications from diabetes. Friendly reminder from your eye zombie expert to get your annual eye exams with imaging, especially if you're diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Thanks. <clears throat> uh, all right. Uh, yep. I don't know. I guess that's about all the wrap it up, mummy. Okay, that was a dumb right. joke. 
Let me give you a little bit of advice. Girl, the stick figure. Endorse something you know a little bit about. <laughs> if you're looking for a worthy cause, may I suggest breast implants? Your boyish figure is absolutely chilling. <laughs> hey, boys, back it up nice and slow. Steph here is going to lay under the back tires. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Why were the moving guys so hot? They were like they were like firemen hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to have hot guys. <clears throat> All right, I'm stopping this. <laughs> okay, the end.